Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stuff We Love podcast. I am Scott, and I'm happy and honored to be joined tonight by Dean. Dean, how are you doing? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for having me back. Oh, it's always great to have you on. And we are happy and honored to welcome back a true returning champion, Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Doing great today. Can't wait to talk some Disney with you guys. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be talking about your recent trip from the summer of 2023, some of your highlights from the trip and uh, your experiences while in Disney World. But let's begin, as we always do, by just catching up. What have you guys been up to as Halloween is over? Did you have a good holiday? It was fantastic. Uh, I think uh, for one of my kids, it's definitely the last time. And uh, the older one was just handing out candy with us. So they're starting to get older and uh, just enjoying every last minute we can of uh, them enjoying the kids stuff. What were they for Halloween? Um, let's see. Oh boy, I'm having, sorry, I'm having trouble remembering. Um, my uh, my son was during the day. He was uh, Superman changing, or Clark Kent changing to Superman. Oh. Um, then, uh, yeah, my daughter was a princess, so you know, all worked out well. That's awesome. And Dean, how about you? How was your Halloween? I'm I'm still recovering from the fact that Kyle got a way better intro than I did, but uh, whoa, ha- what, ha- Halloween was what good. <laughs> what was the intro? Ha- Returning champion? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even get like you know third title contender status. You're Hall of Famer. You're Hall of oh, Famer. I should have mentioned. There we that. go. There we go. Um, Halloween was interesting. So uh, just the one child here. He's 13, eighth grader. So I didn't know if we were going to be doing, uh, you know, going out and trick or treating. And then he decided we were, which was fine. And uh, all week he was going to be Oswald. Uh, he had the ears from our last trip. He had the blue shorts. He had the black pants to wear under. Everything was all set to go. Watching football Sunday before Halloween, he goes, "Hey, Dad, when are we going to get costumes?" I said, "What do you mean? You, you got it all picked out?" He goes, "I'm not wearing that." <laughs> so last minute, I said, "Okay, we're going to go find Spirit of Halloween, and uh, whatever they have, that's what you're wearing." And um, it worked out. All three of us actually ended up getting costumes. We were all some versions of a skeleton family. So I was the skeleton king and uh, he was a skeleton hunter type thing. And my wife was just a, a regular old skeleton. So it was fun. We had a good time. That's awesome. I uh, had some friends over. He got to go out trick or treating. Don't know if it's his last time. I feel like it's going to continue, but uh, we definitely saw kids older than him out there. So I, I don't know. I feel like when we were younger, like it was like 12, 13, you shut it down for the, the life, but definitely yeah. saw high school kids out there probably driving themselves to, to trick or treating. So <laughs> we true. probably have a few more. Maybe I don't have the years left with him, but he seems like he has a few more years to go. You know, yeah, guys, that's what it was. It's letting the go, kids go, go ahead, out go. by themselves. So yeah, just letting the kids go up by themselves, do it. My wife and I stayed home, handed out candy with our oldest daughter. And, um, you know, she dressed up for the occasion, but we, you know, know a lot of kids in town. My wife works at the middle school. I coach soccer here. So uh, just getting to see a lot of the kids we know on a different you know level. It was fun. I've heard rumors that the most successful podcasters do have chauffeurs drive them house to house on Halloween. <laughs> and speaking of Scott, who was your chauffeur this year? <laughs> that would be Nick from the Stuff We Love podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How was Halloween in your house? Everything was good. We had lots of trick-or-treaters here. I, I mean, we always get a lot. And I went to, the, uh, to Walmart and I honestly bought, I'm not kidding you, probably close to 700 total pieces of candy wow. because of how many literally we run out of candy almost every year. And I said, I just don't want that to happen this year. Cause it's awkward. And we didn't use all of it, but we used about 500 pieces Wow! because we live in a very family neighborhood and there's, I'll open up the door, but there'll be like 10 kids there. And then the next time be another 10. And you know, I don't want to be mean. So I'm like, Hey, take, take two, take three. Take we're, we're a full size bar house here, Scott. You should come trick or treat up here. I gotta give out full size bars. That's the dream. We, As a kid, that is the dream to come to. A we house do the like same this. thing. We oh, have seventy four okay. kids this year. So we had seventy four kids this year because we knew how many bars we started with and handed them out. But for us, that was a decent amount for the year because you know we live off a little side street, so you know kids aren't going to come down for like four or five houses. What candy bars did you give out? wide variety we had our hershey's mix we had our nestle mix uh, a couple of um like sweet tart gummy type uh bags or whatever they were wow um, trying to think something out we had something else too i can't remember what it was now but 
Yeah, we had the Hershey mix, then we went with the Starburst mix. Oh, mm-hmm. and then we had some like, the variety flavors of Skittles. So we you know, we try to do the uh, for the kids who don't have uh, ability to eat the the chocolate for any you know dairy allergy or whatever reason, not allergy. Try to make sure you got something that's good for those guys too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Of course, all the M and M's that were in the bag, particularly the peanut M and M's, those never made it to the bowl to hand out. <laughs> right. So those those were my treats for the uh, for the season. Absolutely, I get it entirely. Control. <laughs> Now, with that, let's turn to the main topic of tonight's show, which, as I mentioned earlier, is talking about Kyle's recent trip to Walt Disney World. And uh, what we're going to do is kind of get some highlights from Kyle about his trip, and that will spur on the always fascinating discussion that dominates the Stuff We Love podcast. So, Kyle, give us some background about your trip. So um, it was end of July, beginning of August, and we stayed at Beach Club for 12 days, which was a miracle in itself. Uh, With the DVC, you can only book the first seven days. So we had to go back and book the rest of it later on, which I figured, you know, have a backup plan just in case we had to switch resorts halfway through. All worked out fantastic. Like I said, there for the 12 days. And, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time in Epcot just jumping back and forth. Right. Yeah, that's, of course, one of the main benefits for the Beach Club. It is the closest hotel to Epcot on property. And there is some particular rumors or two that if you do the measurements are the closest, I mean, it's right at the edge of Epcot, which is pretty awesome. Um, was this your first time staying at beach club? No, actually. The, so again, with the DVC, you know, we, you know, my wife and I had always picked which resort we're staying at in uh, the last couple of years, we let the kids pick. And uh, so we realized that the last time we stayed at beach club was probably about 12 and a half years ago. Wow. Cause my young youngest doesn't, didn't even remember cause he was six months old. Mm-hmm. And um, so the kids like, all right, it's, it's time to go back. And then uh, we'll stay with our beloved Kidani, you know, soon. So, yeah, it's um, it's definitely very different from Kidani in terms of location and design theming and everything. Um, had you ever stayed at yacht club before? No, no, haven't stayed that side. It's always interesting uh, to kind of compare the two. They're obviously attached to one another, somewhat similar theming, but in, in the in the sense that they're both kind of nautical, but um, not not actually kind of nautical. They both are nautical, but different nautical themes. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's great. And you were there for twelve nights. Uh, is this the longest trip you've had to Disney in a while? It seems quite long. Uh, yeah, this is the longest one we've had to date. Uh, we've done others before, like nine or 10 days. Uh, but this is one we just had the uh, points and we decided to use them because, uh, you know, we did a uh, purchase of more points, uh, sold the contract, bought another contract with more points. So just had a little extra time on our hands. So, Kyle, before we perfect, get into perfect oh, length sorry, stay, Dean, Scott. Go ahead, oh, sorry, sorry. I wanted to point out that 12 nights is the perfect length stay. Oh, without a doubt. You get, you yes. get there, you get all of your I got to get to every park rush out in the first handful of days mm-hmm. and then you take that second half that like week to relax and especially at a place like Beach Club where you got a lot of things you can do that are not park related for relaxing uh, maybe a little excessive at 12 but I, I like getting up to that 10 11 12 day stay for that yes. exact reason you know get get the park thrill out of the way early not that you don't go back to the parks but that you know rope drop to, to fireworks mentality kind of work that out in the first handful of days and then have that week to actually relax. No, that's a perfect point to it. Yeah, we did. That's exactly what we did. We had a little couple of sleep in days, which you normally, normally don't do on a shorter trip or shorter trip, I guess, seven days compared to this one. Uh, and it just worked out fantastic. Now, before we get into the trip highlights, let me begin by asking you kind of a more general question, because obviously recently in the Disney community, there's been so much debate about if Disney's been doing a good job at the parks, where they're struggling, where they're doing well, and people are talking about how they don't necessarily want to go back as often to Disney. You're kind of like me and you're like Dean in the sense that we always try to go back if we can. What is it that keeps you coming back year after year to Walt Disney World, um, despite the changes that have happened at the parks? Uh, it's just a get, get out of reality, you know, just enjoy time with my family. Um, like we're talking about earlier about Halloween, you mm-hmm. know, I've got a daughter who's in college now and she's not going with us the next trip. So, um, hopefully, you know, she'll be able to go with us, uh, at least part of our summer trip and, uh, just those family memories and just taking that step out of reality and just enjoying life where you don't really don't have to worry much except for, you know, which attraction you're going to hit next right. or how you're going to relax next. 
I guess because you've been there so much, you're probably in a similar boat to Dean and I, where it takes the pressure off the trip as well in the sense that, okay, if you don't get on a particular attraction, you know, you've done it before and you know, you'll probably do it again. So the focus on the trip becomes more about relaxation, maybe restaurants, hotel experiences, shopping and so forth. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, so in this trip, um, we also had the kids budget as well. So we gave them a budget so that we don't care where you guys you know, want to eat. This is your budget. You got to stick to it. You know, and don't forget, you got to add tip in there, um, a drink for mom and dad uh, <laughs> during dinner or lunch. And uh, they actually came within budget um, by a few hundred dollars. Wow. So uh, they're you know, pretty savvy with it as well. And, you know, they, you know, and they've been going forever and, you know, they're used to it. They could be interested. They, the they didn't let Kyle get the souvenir cup. That, that, that's, that's what right. saved all the money. Yeah, right. exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, no Trader Sam's this time. <laughs> um, so Kyle, uh, talk to us about the specifics of your trip. Let's get into the highlights for you. Um, well, for my wife and I, we had a, it was a big trip for us because our 20th anniversary. Hey, congratulations. Um, congratulations. Yeah. So uh, we had to do a couple things just for us. Um, in the first night after we went to the park for the day, we went to Epcot the first day and uh, we said bye to the kids. We went back to the room, changed and went to uh, Ellen Compass for the first, first okay. night for dinner. Wow. Um, yeah. The kids went swimming. They went, you know, stayed in Epcot for a little bit, got something to eat there. And uh, again, close by but again my my oldest is 18 and uh so we didn't have to worry about you know having little kids or anything like that so we just get to enjoy a nice quiet evening the two of us just chat and talk about what we got to look forward to for the trip what did you think of alan compass i thought it was great uh meal was fantastic do you remember um, what you had yeah i got the uh seafood pot pie oh nice yeah no and that was great um you know, tried to replicate it at home. It was good at home. However, not as good as Alien Compass. So. Never, it never is as good as what you have there. It never is. No, no, no. And then my wife got um, uh, some type of steak dish. I can't remember. I remember trying it. It was good. Was it short ribs? Because um, I had the again, I had the short ribs when I was there. It could be. It very well could be. It was yeah, really and, good. And it, again, fantastic. Yeah, you know, the truffle fries, the split for us. So it was good. Dean, have you been to yeah. Alien Compass? I have not, and I, I had a reservation for there for literally two weeks from right now, mm. and uh, we we still have it, but we also booked uh, something closer to Magic Kingdom because I think we're gonna end up at Magic Kingdom that night. So we're 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 in flux right now on what we're doing there, but I have not right. been there yet. I was there in its old iteration, um, but not since they re- rebranded and reopened as Ale and Compass. I like it. It's um, so if, I guess if you go to the, the restaurants at the Yacht Club, the Yachtsman Steakhouse is the fanciest. And that is one of my top, honestly, top, maybe top three restaurants in all of Disney World. It's just fantastic. But the Ale and Compass is, it's not necessarily as fancy, but it's it's definitely a nice restaurant. It's a, it's not what I would call casual dining. It's definitely, to me at least, higher end dining. Do you agree with that, Kyle? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely not a jeans and t shirts or a swim shorts type place. Right. But uh, it wasn't, would you, you know, full on suit. So would you, would you parallel it with like a, a Steakhouse 71. That's a good comparison. Having uh, had that this trip too, um, a little more intimate because the Steakhouse 71 um, is is massive. So um, I would say this one's a little, um, the time that we went, you know, a little darker setting, um, but it was just nice, um, you know, great for us just to chat with each other. Uh, not really overcrowded when we went to, but we also went there at like 5.30 at night. Right. They have a great bread plate, actually. I remember ordering that as an appetizer. Yes, but with being with a gluten-free person, as you know, talked <laughs> oh. about before, yeah, yeah, that's that correct. Be so, uh, <laughs> fair, fair comment. So, Sorry about that. We, she she right. got those same two uh, rolls they bring with every meal. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so um, you know, get us to get the uh, bread service next time we go to Sonato. She can uh, wait outside or whatever she's got to do while you uh, <laughs> eat it. Uh, very good. Uh, Kyle, continue with uh, tales from your trip. We uh, went to uh, Fantasia Gardens uh, Golf. So it's the uh, mini golf course right next to Swan and Dolphin. However, the kids had to earn it. So my wife and I uh, planned for a scavenger hunt for the kids. 
and we got to spend a little time together ourselves. And you know, the park hop time was at two o'clock. Uh, I know that's going to be changing soon. And uh, so we had lunch at um, at the Lamb Pavilion, and then they gave the kids their scavenger hunt to do at that point. So they had no idea what the tasks were going to be or anything like that. We were going to have them divide and conquer um, as two teams, uh, one boy, one girl on each team. However, knowing the fact that it could be my daughter's last trip with us for a while, my wife had the idea of having them go together and being a lot of it picture-based, spending time together with them. And uh, we made up a book of them from like a Shutter, uh, Shutterfly book. Wow. And each each of them is going to get their own copy of the book for their trip at, to Disney. You know, you know, hopefully not for the last time together um, as a group, but just in case we want to have that. And uh, we set up the scavenger hunt of 10 items in each park they had to do. They ranged from trivia questions to pictures uh, with certain items in the background. And they all had to be in the pictures. Uh, they had to do, yeah, it was hot in August. So some of them were get a slushy drink at this location or that location. It was great. And then we also had some side challenges for them were above and beyond the 10 items in each park. In a, one was uh, they had to take all modes of transportation. And again, oh, wow. picture proof that they were on it. So it was good. They, they had a lot of fun with it. They actually requested that we do it again. And uh, if all four kids are together with us next time, we'll uh, then we'll break them into teams and, and see how they compete against each other. A little more trivia based at that point then. Dean, I'm speechless right now. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking that's a great souvenir you have there, right? Yes. So it's, it's what, what yeah. a memory book and you know, experience for the kids. And again, it's, it's the kind of thing that when you guys all think back on this trip and however many passage of time has passed, it's not going to be which ride you did or that great meal you had at Alan Compass. Probably it's going to be stuff like this that you're creating for the family. And that's the stuff that that's, I mean, that, that's the good stuff we love, Scott. That's, that is uh, absolutely. That's, I, I am also feeling wildly lazy now when it comes to trip planning. I have so I'm many like, emotions oh, what, right now. What, what pin am I going to give my kid to, to, <laughs> to remember this trip by? And Kyle's got full on uh, scrapbooks put together. It's yeah, amazing. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like I said, Shutterfly does a, does a great job. Definitely not scrapbooking on our side of it. I feel emotional because you're it's after hearing that, I'm thinking about your daughter at college and how you feel as a parent, probably, and I'm getting emotional. Then I'm thinking to myself that I'm a I'm a bum when it comes to my trips. <laughs> All <laughs> I want to do is like get ice cream and you know, get drink soda and stuff. And then uh I'm also thinking that. Like Dean said, this is an amazing souvenir. When you said the kids are each going to get their own books, I thought to myself, what a fantastic, meaningful souvenir. And, you know, yeah. seriously, it's like we talked earlier about some of the negative press Disney has received. And there's definitely issues at the parks in terms of maintenance on rides, breaking down, things like that. But what you've just told us is a perfect example about how the parks are much more than the rides. And it's about family time and togetherness. And what what an amazing that's one of the highlights in the history of the Stuff We Love podcast right there. This is better <laughs> than the end of Toy Story 3. I mean, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Well, it was funny because uh, once people realized kind of what we were doing, because um, we almost felt like we had to explain ourselves a few times. One was to a photo pass photographer. And, um, you know, like, oh, just the two of you? Like, yeah, yeah, we're just doing this. Our kids are off on a scavenger hunt. So then other people heard it. We explained it to other people. Some people took a picture of our, our task that we had to, the kids do and um so it was a good hit you know with a lot of other people too they like the idea wow and uh it was just you know a lot of fun and they had it again hit all four parks in uh one day and uh then we threw in a couple of side challenges um as they were going along and the worst i think was we changed we shortened up their time by two hours they thought they had to the end of magic kingdom at uh park closing but then we said oh yeah by the way we have dinner it's going to be at eight o'clock mm. so later dinner just so they could finish but right all worked out well good for you man that's awesome what a great thing to do for your family seriously thank you uh dean any yeah. other comments on that or should we uh, continue with the trip report I'm, I'm i'm picturing like an etsy store where he sells the scavenger hunt yeah seriously <laughs> i did post it on twitter at one point oh i so gotta go back and there. look yeah if not I can, I can repost it again it's not a big deal it was awesome. pretty simple just, yeah, yeah uh, i would like to see it so send, send it over that'd be cool oh we'll do yeah scavenger hunt eat shrimp at the boathouse yeah there you go. <laughs> well i'm thinking next time it's going to be uh parks and resorts uh based mm -hmm. they can run, run around a little more 
scavenger hunt, write love letters to Bob Iger. (laughs) (laughs) Scavenger hunt, get video footage of the Yeti working. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Have to write dinosaur, go back in time. (laughs) Scavenger hunt, find a bathroom with no one in it at Disney Springs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it's been going for for a long time. (laughs) Scavenger, I'm going to the pin store at Disney Springs and ask why they don't have freaking air conditioning. <laughs> oh my God, it's so hot in there. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. I I walk in expecting it to be, you know, something uh, cool and it's not. They have the oh, loudest yeah. fans for having no cool air in that place too. It's it's noisy in there with those fans. Oh man, what a, this is great. This is great. Anyhow, Kyle, continue. Tell us some more about uh, about your trip. Well, uh, well, how was the mini golf then? So did you? Oh guys yeah, please. I mean, That's right. We're talking mi- about Fantasia mi- Cardinals. Mini golf in the summer can be tough in Disney World. So what what time did you guys go? And did you, which side did you do? So we did the um, the fairways, and uh, we did it. Oh, it was it wasn't quite midday. It was you know late afternoon. Um, so it was definitely warm. But yeah, the whole trip was warm, so it really didn't make a difference for us. We just you know. Had our waters with us so it worked out well and we had a blast uh again being six of us they only have groups of four so the kids uh were behind us my wife and i were in front of them and uh just had a blast with it just really enjoyed being out there in uh me being the horrible golfer that i am definitely uh took a little little effort um still beat my wife so that that counts um and uh the kids enjoyed it so much they actually went back the next day because there's a discount if you go back within 24 hours cool. and they hit the uh, other side of uh, of it, the uh, Fantasia guard, the Fantasia side of it. Very nice. So, but that was after they went to foot golf. Yeah. Foot golf. That's your, uh... so we had, we had another uh, foot golf day. You know, I'm, I'm not kidding you. The episode on that, that you were on the podcast for a while back where we talked about foot golf, where the title has foot golf in there is one of our most listened to episodes in the history of the podcast. Really? Yeah. It, think... it, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, they, all the kids want to do it again. So, right. So, and uh, with it, the, um, so last time we went, we were at the magic Kingdom for early part of the day and we just ended up going to the Polynesian. We went to um, Ohana for or breakfast, but it was more of a brunch at that point. And um, then walked over to, uh, the golf course over by shades of green. But this year, since the construction was going on by shades of green, they had to call us a cab. So we just took that from our resort. It's all free of charge. They, they take care of the cab fee for you. And we all got there, signed up, you know, when it went through the uh, course, then on the way back, my wife and I, you know, you know, decided to go to the Polynesian where you went to Kona for dinner, nice. sent the kids back in, in their own cab. Now my kids have never taken a cab in, in their life um so, so uh you know me being the unprotected parent i said okay take a picture of your cab dumper take a picture of the driver's id in front of it you know and just you know of course we're tracking them the whole whole time on our phones it uh so they got back to the room and that's when they said yeah we're gonna go mini golf and have fun so it worked out real well they had a blast what what's really cool about the mini golf courses at disney and also at city walk at universal they have multiple themes on the golf course. So it's not just one course. You could do it multiple times because there's different versions of it, which is really fun. I like that. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Universal. That, the, uh, that was the, the, the Fantasia Gardens. Say that again. Oh, I said that was the advantage of the Fantasia, gar- Fantasia Gardens. Fantasia Gardens. Just yeah. the two sides of it. That's right. And I know at City Walk, one theme is horror movies and the other theme is, theme is sci-fi movies, which is very, very oh, cool and neat. Oh, nice, Dean. Any Dean, um, have you, have you ever done them? I have, I have. Um, it's been a while, but uh, it, it's it's a fun side activity, and it's one of those things where you know we all have those people in our lives. Oh my God, you're going to Disney again? And it's like, well, what do you do on vacation? You go shopping, you play mini golf, you sit by the pool, you eat. Well, we do all those things at Walt Disney World too, and it's uh, it, and it's what Scott was pointing out earlier. When you've been, I wouldn't recommend mini golf to someone who's on their first trip. But when you've been a number of yeah. times or even, you know, even a couple times in, or you have that longer time period, right. it's a great way to get away and just kind of like, you know, go, goof around. You know, we all have mini golf probably in our hometowns or some town close by, but 
but it's not something that we do very often. So it's nice to make a point to do something like that recreationally when you're on vacation. Totally. I like I the one uh, oh, the Swan and Dolphin yes. too. That's, that's a good course. That's the winter Summerland course, right? being the other one we should point out, right? When I mean that that's over by Blizzard Beach. So yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, we thought about that one, but with Blizzard Beach being closed, we're like, all right, we're not sure if we can get over there. But staying at the uh, beach club, yeah, it was just a short walk. So it wasn't. Yeah, very convenient for where you guys were located. God, continue uh, with the trip. Um, thing was, uh, got to mention this because this is one of our favorites is uh, Whispering Canyon for lunch. Now, the, the food, you know, we're ha- always happy with the food, but it's more your servers, the interaction with the servers that are there. And, um, you know, you can choose to, you know, just have a quiet meal, which is kind of tough at that uh, restaurant. Yeah, you're not but then, doing quiet there. <laughs> you know, no, oh, no, no. And uh, just how much the uh, waste app, you know, has fun with you while you're there. Uh, my daughter, my my oldest, she they put, you know, straws in her hair the whole time. She must have like 50 or 60 straws in her hair. Just the, the, the waiter's just tucking them in everywhere he can. Um, <laughs> yeah, sick of bringing drinks, so he bring like the extra, extra large mason jars in uh, just a lot of fun. Um, just all kinds of silliness. Great. It was great. How was the food? Food was good. Uh, I got the uh, carnivore, um, which is uh, for the, because the thing that we do like about there is you can get the all you can eat on an individual basis. So my older daughter just got the regular Mickey waffles or whatever, because, you know, she eats like a five-year-old. Um, and everybody else got the uh, all-you-can-eat platters. Great. So I got the one with the uh, the pork belly and uh, the brisket and stuff like that. It was fantastic. Cool, cool. It's, yeah, if you like your, uh, your meats and uh, smoked barbecue. I mean, it's probably not the best barbecue in the world, but it, it was definitely adequate. You mm-hmm. know, it was definitely good, and I recommend it to anybody. Dean, you've been there, right? Whispering Cane? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a fun one. And I like the fact that, um, you know, that it's it's interactive without being overly kitschy. Like, it's it's fun. And, and like Kyle said, you don't have to engage. They don't, you know, they'll kind of read you and see what you want to do with that. But uh, if nothing else, it's a good reason to go see the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. It's right You've there. The right part of the, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's like, so it was also the same resort we stayed at when we, you know, for our honeymoon. Because, you know, I'm not a beach person. We live close to the water, but I can't do a vacation where I'm at the beach, you know, for seven days straight, five days straight, a couple of days at the beach, and I'm, I'm done. I got to be, I want to be entertained. And that Disney fits that. And uh, so anyway, with our honeymoon, we're at the Woodlands Lodge. And in the morning, our first day there, we could hear this yelling and screaming. And my wife's like, you better check that out. What's going on? <laughs> so it, did, it, it, it was whispering canyon because we we're five floors below. Not that oh. it was like horribly loud. We could have easily slept through it, but we were already awake and we could just, you know, hear it. And uh, so that's what just made us decide to go to that restaurant on the first first time we ever went um, there. And I've uh, been going back frequently, even if we don't stay there, just because it's such a great atmosphere. That's great. I, Scott, I you've been there, there, right? I've been to Whisper Canyon been? once. I, I, once. Years ago. I, I, it's always one of the places that we talk about going back to. Just uh, for whatever reason, I've never booked it, but... After this, I may uh, I may go there myself. Yeah, they've, they've tinkered with the menu over the years. Like they did skillets and they stopped doing skillets. Then it was right. only skillets for dinner. Then it was literally only skillets. You did nothing else. So, you know, just keep current on what they're offering uh, with the menu. But it's, it's usually like, like, it's like Kyle said, it's it's good food. You're not going to necessarily say it's the most remarkable meal that you have on your trip. But I haven't ever had anything bad there. Right. It just occurred to me also that that could be a good place to go if you're there for the hobbies because, and you're not staying at wilderness lodge because the, to see the wilderness lodge at the hobbies is awesome. The tree is great. The decorations are very classy. So you could go there for dinner or lunch and check out the wilderness lodge. It's like a whole. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely is. And even in the middle of you know August where we were, you know, you got to sit in front of that fire for a few minutes, not oh, that yeah. you're cold, just as the atmosphere. It's, it's the feel. Great resort. Oh, absolutely. As they say, it's the vibes that it gives off. Yeah. Vibes. <laughs> Cozy vibes there. Cozy vibes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um continue, my friend. This is this is good. Gene, this is a good trip report, honestly. This is a good trip report. We're touching on things you and I have never talked about here. Yeah, having fun with this one. <laughs> well, this is one you guys have probably I know you at least seen if you haven't been on it. Tower of Terror. So um for me, it's the first time I've ever been on it. 
Okay, for a couple of reasons. Well, I'll, one, I'll jump not... in and say that's one more than Scott's ever done. Is my prediction? <laughs> yeah. It's true. That that's definitely true. <laughs> You've got to change that. And me not being a heights guy, it, it was fantastic. I was worried about that. And also, um, you know, I had an issue where I broke five vertebrae uh, a few years back, and so back issues have always been a problem. So uh, I was worried about the uh, sudden drop. Right. However, it's actually very smooth, and I was I was expecting it to be a lot worse than it was. And it wasn't, I laughed the entire time. It was great. Um, leading up to it, the scenery was fantastic in the queue. And uh, it was just a great experience from start to finish. Very uplifting. So first off, congrats, congrats yes. on getting on there. Congrats <laughs> on doing you. it. Um, was the drop part as bad as you thought it was going to be? Was it as intense as you thought it would be? No, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. It was It was a lot of fun. Uh, I even say the one on um, Rise of the Resistance is worse than Tower of Terror, just because how it starts and how quick it stops versus Tower of Terror, where everything just seems to flow very smoothly. That's a, that's an interesting statement because I've done the Rise of the Resistance several times, and the drop I don't really necessarily like it, but it doesn't bother me that much. Like I would never not go on Rise of Resistance. You know what I mean? Right. No, absolutely. And, and you're, yeah, yeah, my wife had told me that, sorry, my wife had told me that, that the, that drop was probably worse than Tower of Terror and the kids were all making fun of me. So I'm like, all right, I got, I got to really step up now. And uh, so did it. And I regret, yeah, yeah, exactly. I regret not doing it um, years ago. Dean, do you agree with Kyle's statement that the drop on rise is worse than Tower of Terror? I find small world to be more terrifying than Tower of Terror. <laughs> So, no, I, I actually, I know what he's saying. <laughs> I was actually it, thinking that's an interesting response to that. <laughs> if, if I was stuck on a ride at night, those two might tie for which ones would scare me the most. Um, it, it's, it's a different drop because it is a controlled drop. It's not a free fall. A lot of people think it's a free fall and it's not. It's on right. a track and it's driven down and then it's driven back up. So it, you're not really, you, you think you're a yo-yo, you're not a yo-yo. It's not as snappy as that. So it is a smooth ride up and down. I, I think Scott, just for the the if you know enough about the show, mm-hmm. uh, the Twilight Zone, the 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 references in the queue, the theming throughout, like how detailed and well put together that attraction is. Even if you are scared of the drop, it makes it worth going on to see all that stuff. And then, like right. Kyle said, once you experience it, you kind of have that. Oh, that wasn't that bad moment. It, right. it really isn't that bad. Maybe I'll do it then. You never know. That, never if really- I can do it, you can absolutely do it. What ride is more intense? I know there are different types of rides, but guardians, teacups, teacups, yeah. For some, no joke. For some people, no teacups, teacups are insane. Intense. Yeah, people. Well, I know several people that just can't do teacups. They really can't. Um, guardians or Tower of Terror. I know it's different, but just what is more intense? Guardians is more intense because it's intense throughout. Right. Tower of Terror is a slow-moving, uh, story-filled attraction, all except for the part where you do the drop. Right. Like the rest of it is, you know, it's a really cool space that you're traveling through and a story that's being told. Do you consider Whereas the, Guardians, you're I'm on sorry, a thrower the whole time. No, go ahead. Um, you consider the drop on Splash Madden soon to be Tiana's bio adventure to be more intense than Tower of Terror. Yes, absolutely. I, I think it's also that anticipation going up Fair. the right. lift. As you, and, then, and then you're going down. Right. You have right. a split second to look across the Magic Kingdom, say it's a great view, and then you're going down. Right. That moment as you hit the top. The, the views over the studios are incredible from top to tower territory. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It took my second trip because I, I was looking more around on the inside of the ride than I was out my first time on it. Then oh, so later on, I did multiple look rides out the second time. Yes. Yeah. That's that, a that's big story like right it. there, Scott. He got that back is a on big it. story. That's that's a confidence booster for me. Yeah, oh yeah. No, once I did it once, I'm, I was kicking myself, like I said, for avoiding it all these years. And then I we left the park and I told the kids, I'm like, look, we gotta go back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, all right, let's do this. So that's awesome. I almost got Scott on uh, Space Mountain in August, oh, but really? then he then he wouldn't do it. I almost. was busy. It, oh, I was see, busy looking at the line for Small World. Yeah. <laughs> No, if you do Space Mountain, you could definitely do Tower of Terror. <clears throat> I've done Space Mountain years ago. I've done it twice, believe it or not. That's crazy. 
And look, I go on some things that other people can't do. You know, some people don't like test track, for example. They they can't do that. Or um, even Halloween Horror Nights, you know, there's people that just can't do the houses. They get so scared. They just can't do it. So, but I think I, Forbidden Forbidden Jury, Journey is way tougher than Tower of Terror for me. Yeah, no, people have issues with that. I mean, how many times do you go online and read about people vomiting in the middle of the ride, right? <laughs> what, Mission Space? No, Forbidden Journey yeah, no. And, and Mission yeah. Space. <laughs> great attraction, Mission Space. Underrated. By the Absolutely. way, a great podcast video, by the way, should if I did it for the podcast. And somebody filmed me the entire time. <laughs> I will do that. I will sign up to be the film crew. I know you would. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, now, Dean, do you do uh, orange or green for Mission Space? I'm assuming orange based on your response. I, I have done orange. It's been a while. So if okay. I write it now, it'll be green, mostly from remembering what orange was like. <laughs> but I also know that they've toned it down over the years. Like we did Mission Space when it first opened. Yep. And, uh, and we had to get my wife Dramamine afterwards. That's how intense oh, it really? was. Okay. And we had ridden it, you know, a handful of times since then, and it didn't seem as bad as that first run. Yeah. No, I remember my first time too. A little wobbly getting off. Uh, haven't felt that way since. But we we divide as a family on this one, uh, where we have two of us. You know, obviously four man cars anyway, so it works out well. Where my wife, my oldest, can't do the spinny part, and then the rest of us do. Same with teacups. I take the other three. Well, now it's more of two, two, and two for teacups. Um, just because size factor, those things are tough getting into with a couple extra people. Um, where we have the spinny teacup and then the non spinny teacup. And, uh, you know, we find Mission Space is the same way for us. Mission Space is a very intense ride, honestly. It's, I, years ago, I did the orange twice. Again, very hard to believe, I know. Um, and I, I hated that spinning feeling. Yeah. See, and we're at the point where we, the kids love to play into it. They like, you know, lift up their hands, try to lift up their feet the whole time it's spinning. So right. they just feel that pressure going back. And, uh, you know, they, they just have a lot of fun with it. So it's more than just the story at that point. Right. Um, right. They just they just really get into it. Dean, anything else to ask Kyle about this uh, particular aspect of his trip, Tower of Terror? Should we continue? No, yeah, let's, let's keep going. Kyle, what's next, my friend? A uh, big thing. So a couple of days before we left um, was our anniversary. Yes. So uh, we pretty much, you know, again, kicked the kids out, said, all right, you guys are on your own. Uh, but we met up for at Magic Kingdom because they have to be the extra magic hours. Um, I know that actually, I can't remember what they're called now. It's not extra magic hours anymore, but it's, the park uh, stayed open too late, two hours later. Yeah, not extra magic, but it's... It's Disney after dark. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Kyle, for the record, uh, my 20th wedding anniversary, also this July. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Congratulations. Yeah, I think we're slightly earlier in the month than you from what you've described. But uh, yeah, same. Congratulations uh... to both of you. This is exciting. Yes, we're on the August 9th was ours. Oh, you're, so, I, thought, uh, I thought you said it was July. So officially August 9th. Okay, we're, yes. we're July 7th. So just a month before you. <laughs> How about you, Scott? If you want to share that. How many years it's been? No, what's the date? The date. Oh, oh, August 9th. That's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, so you're both married August 9th? That's right. Yes. Not to each and other. Paulie and I both got married July 7th. <laughs> oh, really? That's crazy, right? Isn't that crazy? One <laughs> <laughs> of the greatest podcasters in the history of Disney and, and we share wedding anniversaries. <laughs> Pretty funny well, how that works out. Um, so, yeah, for our anniversary, like I said, we, we kicked the kids out. Uh, my wife and I. Um, you know, after we got ready, we went to Steakhouse 71. Um, and I would touch on it real quick, but uh, was shocked at how big the restaurant was. So we we walked in and walked to the total opposite side of the room for our uh, seats. And, uh, you know, I should have packed water or something like that. It was, it was, it was a long walk, but uh, we enjoyed it. It was, it was a great time. Um, what did you eat? So... That is a good question. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, I know we ordered an appetizer after dinner instead of before because uh, they were very efficient. Got us in another quick because we had uh, something to do later, which I'll share. Um, and uh, so we end up having a few hours to kill in between. So like, all right, let's 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 finish our drink because we got the big drink in the fishbowl there. And uh, 
So we're trying to finish it, which is why we got the appetizer. Mm-hmm. And then the, our waitress goes, oh, do you want it in to-go cups? And we're like, okay, we didn't realize we could do that. So we took it into to-go cup and then sat by the lake uh, after for a bit. Um, yeah, I can't remember what cut of steak I got, uh, mm-hmm. but I did get the horseradish sauce. And yeah, sorry, I'm drawing a blank on That's which fine. one it was. Um, steak then, is a good um, enough description. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah oh, absolutely. The way they cook it, it was fantastic. Uh, my wife also got a steak. Um, I think she got the strip uh, is what she got. So, uh, yeah, we just enjoyed our time there. Again, we're not rushed at all, but our drink that we got was massive. And, uh, you know, for two people, it was it was a lot. Um, so, yeah, we just took it outside, sat by the lake. We chatted a bit. Then we took the monorail over to the Magic Kingdom uh, where we did um, the Happily Ever After dessert party. Okay, nice. Nice. So yeah, oh, it worked out fantastic. Our it was we picked to have the seats at the terrace just in case it rained. We want to make sure we were covered. We could so enjoy the, the night. This is not just want to make sure we, I understand what you're talking about. The, the Tomorrowland Terrace. So you go in yes. to the park, it's to the right. Yes. Yep. Okay. Got near the purple wall. Near the purple wall. Yep. Yes. Yep. Just be yeah, just before it. Right. So uh yeah, we picked that seating. Like again, just in case it was bad weather. We still want to enjoy our desserts and the fireworks that they went off, but it was a gorgeous night. So we sat close to the edge. We got a fantastic view of the castle. We had our desserts, our champagne. They had plenty of gluten-free options for my wife. Great. Uh, just just sat back and relaxed. It, it was fantastic. Uh, I recommend it to anybody if uh, you can do it to uh, you know spend a little extra money and, and sit there for it. I know they do offer a couple of different ones, the before desserts. Uh, before fireworks desserts, the after fireworks desserts, um, and you can also do the um, the garden in the hub as one of the options, as opposed to the seats as well. Right. But the, but the seats were fantastic. Uh, the desserts were great, um, and plenty of variety there. Plenty of variety. How long was the whole dessert party? So we were able to check in. I want to say somewhere around eight o'clock, just before like between seven thirty and eight. Right. And the fireworks went off at 9.15. So we had plenty of time beforehand. Um, we weren't rushed out, but they had to get ready for the next group of people coming in for the after fireworks dessert party. Right. Um, so, but that's right. We weren't worried about that. We were going to meet up with our kids anyway. And we went on a bunch more attractions and uh, had a great time. Just, it was a fantastic experience. Would you say the whole, about 90 minutes at the party? Yeah, probably about that. That's a good yep. length. That gives you a chance to yeah. have several yeah, trips to get desserts and uh, definitely soak it all in. Oh uh, yeah, we yeah we were definitely uh, not hungry after that. No, uh, especially you. after our Steakhouse seventy one meal, which See, again was fantastic. I have never done a dessert party. It's always on my kind of at some point to do list. But this uh, it it does sound great. Dean, have you done a dessert party? I believe the last time I did a dessert party. And I don't know what year it was. I believe we paid $35 a person. So that'll give you a little perspective of how long ago it was. <laughs> Kyle, that's awesome that you did that, though. It's uh, definitely something I want to do on an upcoming trip. Stupid question. Do they have ice cream at the dessert party? Uh, yes. Um, it's more of the kids section, though. But okay. adults can get it. Um, but if you want your ice cream, the kitchen sink, we did one of those. Uh, th- three of us split a kitchen sink. Oh, that's uh, imp- I was going to say with your group of six, that's not bad, but we, three of you took it down. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, we barely missed it. And we, we had maybe, uh, you can't call it scoops of ice cream. It's like, there's like a, there's like an inch of ice cream left and a little bit of brownie. Wow. Because it all, melt, all melts by the time you're yeah halfway done with it. How long did it so, take you? Um, To recover from eating that much ice cream, like a day <laughs> and a half. But, uh, what about yeah. to actually eat it? <laughs> Um, we did pretty good. It was probably about half hour, 45 minutes. It wow. was, it was, we, we started off quick. Then we paced out after, um, just again, that gluten, um, issue with my wife, uh, my daughter were, were easing off on the uh, gluten as well. So they had their own. And then we forgot that everybody got their own plate when you order the, um, kitchen sink. So my son who was a little off that day, wasn't quite sick, but just wasn't feeling hundred percent. We're like, all right, we don't want anybody else to get sick in case he gets something. So kid, you're on your own, get your own ice cream. Right. And uh, that's what we did. Then when they brought the plates out, he had already ordered at that point, like, uh, sorry, bud, you know, you're, uh, 
you're out on this one. We'll do it again sometime. Wow. But if we had we if we had him, we easily could have finished it. I'll give I you a recommendation, by the way. Speaking of ice cream, I really don't remember if I talked about it on my previous episode with Marissa, but when I was at the Halloween party this year at the Magic Kingdom, I had ice cream from the plaza, which I know is Edie's, but I had their hot yep. fudge sundae and I ate it on Main Street. It was so good. And at the Christmas party, I think they got some peppermint hot fudge sundae, which I bet is phenomenal. So that's a good oh, place yeah. for ice cream too. Yeah. Been there a few times. Have you ever gone to the plaza restaurant? Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So we eat there, you know, get the ice cream uh, and the little Mickey shorts. Uh, um, so the mini Mickey uh, sink or the whatever, the mini Mickey kitchen sink yeah. or whatever they call it. I know what you um, mean. Done that. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their version. Yeah. So, it, yeah. It was great. I mean, like you said, the ice cream's fantastic. So, yeah. Um, anyhow, Kyle, any other highlights of the trip you'd like to share? Uh, those are the big ones. I mean, yeah, like, again, you know, the Tower Terror going on that. The kids having a blast on the scavenger hunt. Uh, weren't sure how it was going to quite go off because we had our your own agenda. But actually, my wife and I, we had our own scavenger hunt. Uh, we created by our, for ourselves where we went from, uh, we had a drink in each park. Uh, we almost missed Animal Kingdom because of the closing a little earlier. Uh, but we sprinted in there, found the first place we get an adult beverage that we could find, drank that, and went right over to the Magic Kingdom. So <laughs> we uh, finished ours too. Worked out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, honestly, brown dirt. I just want to say to Dean, I don't think you and I have what it takes to vacation with Kyle. I don't, I don't I'm not sure I can keep, up, keep up. Yeah, I'm not sure I can keep up. I would, uh, I have too many naps built into my vacation to, to do all that he does. <laughs> Yeah, we spent way too much time at Brown Derby. Brown Derby really slowed us down, um, but we enjoyed it. We got appetizers. We got a couple of drinks. It was fantastic. Sweet. Well, Kyle, this has been a great trip report. Some really unique things, things that haven't always been covered in other trip reports. So I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, Dean, anything you want to add to Kyle's trip report? When's the next one? Uh, and, and will you make a new scavenger hunt by then? Uh, probably not do the scavenger hunt for our next trip because um, we're going to go in the spring. But um, in the summer, if we can get, you know, even if we can't get all four kids at the trip at the same time, uh, we'll definitely do one in some fashion. But I'd really like to divide the teams up because we have team win at any cost. And then we have team knowledge. So the two that are more knowledgeable about the parks <laughs> um, are more lackadaisical. They're, you know, winning's nice. Um, but uh, the other two, I mean, they'd probably slit the other stroke just to win. <laughs> so <laughs> they're uh they're uh, go-getters and they yes got to win. Awesome. So guys, with that now, let's turn to the Stuff We Love segment. This is where Kyle, Dean, and I are going to give you a recommendation about something we're enjoying now or just something we're excited about. So Kyle, after that fabulous trip report, let's kick off the Stuff We Love segment with you. All right. Yeah, this is the question that's got me all day. We talked about this earlier. Um, but as, as I'm thinking about this episode, just enjoy the time that you have with your family, your kids with it, because they do grow up, they do start to have lives of their own. And uh, they don't always, they're not always going to be there with your trips and uh, just make the most of it and uh, spend good quality time together. That's beautiful. That's really uh, meaningful. And uh, clearly your trip report shows that you and uh, your wife do that. You know what I mean? That's, um, and that's what the vacations are about, no matter where you go. And especially I think at Disney, there's so many opportunities that, lend itself to exactly that, what you just described. So uh, awesome. Dean, what's your stuff we love? So I will give you a show I started watching, and I know I've done this before, and then it kind of failed because I didn't love the show by the time I was done with it. Um, but I just started watching a show called Found. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this one. Uh, probably the best known actor in it is Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, on NBC. And- it's on NBC. Yeah, right. it's 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 from what I've seen so far, it's a very. I don't want to call it unrealistic, but it's it's a little bit uh, hyperbole uh, crime drama. So essentially, there's a, a woman who's the main character and she dedicates her life to helping find missing children. And, you know, when someone's got the high priority missing child, you, it makes it onto, you know, Fox and CNBC and MSNBC and CNN and all that. This is not those kids being found. It's everybody else's kid that got kidnapped or went missing being found. Oh. Um, it's got what appears to be coming up a very crazy twist in it. Um, Mark Paul Gossler is actually the a criminal in the show. 
Right. Uh, so he, do, he doesn't play the good guy, the good cop, like you normally would see him playing. Um, so it's it's been good through a couple episodes. Again, I think it's a little far-fetched, but if you can suspend reality and, and just go with the ride, I think it's an enjoyable show to get into. Great recommendation. Before I give you mine, speaking of Mark Paul Gosler, did you guys both watch, I'm assuming you did, Saved by the Bell when you were younger? Absolutely. Watched it, lived for it, tried to dress like it, didn't yeah. have the hair for it. Yeah, that, that, that that's core to our age group. What a show. I mean, I have memories of watching that show. It was on at seven in the morning before I would go to school. It was on like at five o'clock after school. I, and of course, Saturday morning, you know, that's where it was a Saturday morning show on NBC. Yeah. You remember the show California Dreams that followed it on the NBC? Oh, there yeah. California Dreams. And then there was Saved by the Bell, the college years. The college the new years. Class, yeah. Right. The new class was when it officially jumped the shark. Agreed. But, uh, yeah. Yes. When you bring Screech back as like the assistant principal or whatever he was, <laughs> that, that just shouldn't have happened. There is a, um, on one of those free streaming services, maybe it's the Roku channel, but on that and maybe one other, there's a 24 seven say by the bell channel that just shows all the episodes of say by the bell. Really? And they were showing that- the new class the other day. I was like, Oh, I'm not going to watch this, but yeah. <laughs> and that oh, show didn't run as long as I thought it did. It only had a handful of seasons, but they yes, were all yes, memorable. It didn't run, but you know what? I was watching something recently. I honestly don't remember what it was. And there's an actor in it. And I'm like, wait a second. I know this guy. And then it hit me. That's Professor Jeremiah Lasky from Saved by the Bell of College Years. You know that guy? He had the longer hair. He came in and uh, was like interacting with Zach. The girls had a crush on him. He would he, That was his name, Jeremiah Lasky. And uh, that's something, by the way, not to get too off topic here. Shows from our childhood often focused on full names over and over again. The Wonder Years, Full House, Saved by mm-hmm. the Bell. They would always refer to characters by their full name. Yeah, they love saying the full name. Yeah, so I, even now, like when I think back on those shows, because those were three of my biggest shows ever, I can remember like full names of characters. Oh, Winnie Cooper, absolutely. Winnie Cooper, yeah. iconic, yeah. iconic. Yeah. Who's now a math genius, by the way? She does uh, yes. math stuff, which is pretty awesome. That was my favorite show, The Wonder Years. By the way, that was my favorite show. Um, all right, so my stuff we love recommendation. Um, I attended a concert actually last night by the band the 1975 i don't know if you guys know the 1975 or know of them but uh big band they sold out uh if you know full hockey arena uh it was great night great show they're from england you know their big hit songs which are on pop radio i guess their biggest one is i'm still in love with you um which is on still on hits radio now but it was a great concert so my recommendation tonight is to listen to the 1975 the lead singer, Matt Healy, got attention not too long ago because he was dating Taylor Swift. That, that's where Kelsey. I know him from. Yeah, <laughs> so that's Healy what I was going to say. Uh, dating Taylor Swift pre-Travis Kelsey. And he's kind of a wild guy on stage, honestly. like he's, He was smoking and drinking the whole show. And I couldn't oh, figure shit. out if it was an act or real. And I, I actually do think it was real. Um, but it was a great show, and that's my recommendation. 1975. They actually just literally yesterday, the day I saw the concert, released a live album. From a show they did at Madison Square Garden in 2022, which is really good. So, do you know the origin that. of the name 1975? No, I don't. I've thought about it. I that. don't either. Uh, yeah. You were not alive then, Scott. So, that is true. Um, <laughs> I was. I definitely was. Kyle was. <laughs> the, um, what was I going to say? One other thing related to music. Oh, yeah. And by the way, total side note if you have Sirius XM, they brought back their holiday stations. Today was I just saw that. I saw and that. Then, yes. So, so here's my. I, I'm going to need your help on this one. Here's my confusion, right? So, I actually have a screenshot uh, over here of the channels. Yeah. Um. So, I have XM in two cars, and on one of them, my channels go up. Like, I can get the Disney Channel. Like, three, I think it's 302 or 301 somewhere around there. It changed. The now. other, I, it's part of update. It's now in the 130s, I think. Oh, they updated again. Okay, so I'm going to have to see if I can get that in my, in my wife's car. We the the radio doesn't go that high. Right. So that's, I can't get those channels. Uh-huh. And, and yes. we have the same package. That That's the part. I, I, I think I know the answer to that question. You, you, is your question why that's the case? Well, yeah, because I, as I saw the holiday channel, so it's going to be 71, 79, 105 and 107. I can right. get all those in my wife's car in my car. Right. Then it goes to 606 and 610. I don't know if I can get those channels. Yeah. So it comes down from what I understand to the type of car that has the radio built in and when it was made. So I have a friend, for example, that could get all those high number stations 
I can't. My wife could get certain okay. stations that I can't, even though we have the same package, basically. So yeah, that, that was my question. We have the same package, but we get different channels, which I find frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. Earlier today, this could be another stuff we love, actually, for all of us, because we, we're serious XM yeah. people. But Sirius had a big press conference where they announced the new version of their app, which is going to be coming out December 14th. It's doing a full revamp, which I think is cool, as well as some updates to their programming. They added a bunch of new stations or and redid some stations move channels around. So Disney hits, like you mentioned, Dean, is now in the 100s, like I said. So you both should be able to get that. But what is really cool about the holiday stations is that on the app, there are so many more holiday stations. And they're really good. Like there's one 70s, 80s Christmas hits, which is great. There's a rock and roll Christmas station, hip hop one. Um, There's even like a sleep holiday station where it's holiday music to help you go to sleep, which is pretty cool. Um yeah, that's good stuff. People that like holiday music like we do, they love the series. No, stations. I do. I, I've already yeah. been looking for it in the car, been listening to it. I, I, I don't think I get enough time. Like, you know, we did a, when we were there in the summer, we, we did a Halloween party in August. So I felt like I celebrated Halloween for a good two and a half plus months. Right. So, you know, Christmas is here in, in about seven weeks. I don't want to cut short. I need I need that full time to listen to totally you know, carols and, and classic music and all that good stuff. Although I know you're a big Beatles guy, but I, I really the. the the John uh, Lennon and the Paul McCartney, their most famous classic Christmas carols. I don't like either of them. Listen, um, here's what I'm going to say. People hate the Paul McCartney song, Wonderful Christmas Time. They do. I happen to like it, but I understand why That's people why. wouldn't like it. Okay. You fanboy. I, I don't think you really like it. Oh, no, no, no. I like it. I'm a cheesy guy. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm a cheesy guy. But the, the John Lennon Christmas song, I could see how it's a great song with a good message. I kind, I kind of get tired of it, honestly. Yeah, I think I'll, that's I'll what it is. I'm, that one, I'm okay like the first or second time I hear it in the season. Right. Definitely overplayed, and, and I, I shut it off after a while. I know this sounds really cheesy, but the music video for Wonderful Christmas Time, which even though they restored it not too long ago, it's still not the best quality. You could find it on Paul McCartney's YouTube channel. It kind of is like a fun holiday video where in it he goes to a – looks to be like a British pub – and he's drinking and having a good time. It's extremely cheesy with some bad animation in there, but it's fun. I, I do love that song. I love the ending of that song where it goes Christmas time. Like that's fun. You like that? That's you. you I get can everything sing more on the show. show if you like. You get everything on the show. It's amazing. I know that uh, Scott from the, the other Scott has been on the show a lot. Ep Scott has complimented my singing on the show. I can see why. I think <laughs> you should you. do more of it. Um, but I've never dated Taylor Swift. <laughs> So that was never allegedly, allegedly yeah. never dated. Um, and by the way, if I was single now, I still would not be dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, guys, those are some great stuff. We love recommendations this week. Why don't you tell our listeners, starting with you, Kyle, where they could find you on social media? I'm Kyle, and I'm located at CT Disney fans. Dean on Twitter. Sorry. Oh yes, on on Twitter. That's right. On, on X. On X. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh you know what's funny is i have a blue sky account and i can't remember what my username is so you'll find me on x slash twitter at ct underscore mickey underscore man i didn't oh you know i used disney dean on blue sky i decided to to change it up when i switched and that's probably why i have like a small fraction of what i had from folks on twitter (laughs) but uh nonetheless i i uh i pay attention to both so feel free to reach out either way i have had a tough time i'm looking now building up followers on blue sky i mean on twitter i or x i have a good amount but blue sky i'm looking now i've just been struggling so i have to have to work on that have to make better posts especially when you have i'm looking at my most recent post on blue sky and it's this literally this is word for word how is this dolphins chiefs game not on sunday night bad timing (laughs) i wonder why i'm not getting those followers my, my most recent blue sky post was a picture of my cat on her 10th birthday which was a month ago so maybe I should be a little more active in, in actually posting. That might help. You guys are way ahead of me. I'm not even on it. If you want to be, I have a, I have the invite codes. Um, <laughs> I'll look into it, figure out what it is and how it works. You could read other blue sky messages of mine. Like for example, after all the buildup, it's Halloween night. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> I, insightful. I, I that's may deep. as well just not post at all. 
I can't believe HHN is still going on. Just watched a great Hallmark movie, but dot, dot, dot. Aren't they all great? This is like text I would send to a girl in my single days, only like <laughs> these texts are better than, than those. You know what I mean? Texting girls when you're single. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good. You? Good. <laughs> and then analyzing for the next three hours what to say. Exactly. <laughs> With that, I'm on X at Scotty Boy 4. I'm also... <laughs> I'm also on Blue Sky at the Scotty Boy 4 thing. <laughs> I expect to be inundated with the new followers after this episode. <laughs> um, Stuff We Love Podcast is on X at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram, and Blue Sky, Stuff We Love Podcast. Uh, we're on TikTok, Stuff We Love Podcast. Um, we no longer have a Facebook page. Honestly, it was not really productive. Uh, you could write to us, stuffwelovepodcast at gmail.com. Our website is stuffwelovepodcast.podbean.com. And you could find links to prior episodes featuring both Dean and Kyle. Um, and I guess that's it. Anything else you guys want to add tonight? No, just great time talking to you guys. And I uh, can't wait to do it again. Absolutely. Dean? Kyle, great, great trip report. And uh, I'm sure you inspired some listeners to maybe try something new on their next Disney trip. I echo both of your thoughts completely. So with that, let's go around the table one more time. I'm Scott. I'm Dean. I'm Kyle. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.